Ladies and gentlemen of the the funeral possession, <laughs> we are here today. To talk about those devils from New Jersey. I like how I got like I went from Southern Baptist to just complete country real quick. Boy, this intro is just off the rails, and we haven't even started yet. <laughs> we haven't even started here yet. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to an episode of Five for Talking, uh, a podcast in which um, hockey is officially over. The season is over. Uh, oh, no more hockey. down. Put a little love there's, in it. There's a there's no more hockey that can be discussed for the New Jersey Devils. The, you know. It is America's team um, <laughs> out of playoff Jesus. contention, out of playoff contention. That's can uh, we talk? Can we can we can we open the show with just talking about how Pittsburgh was absolutely destroying you guys six to nothing last night? And then all of nothing. a sudden, all of a sudden, seven goals in the third period, six from six. New Jersey. If oh, New yeah, Jersey yeah. was going to bow out of this thing. Holy cow, what a way to exit. Yeah, no, that was definitely a way to go out. Uh, I unfortunately was not watching the game. Or fortunately, I guess I was out with my lovely wife enjoying date night. And uh, then all of a sudden, oh, it's it's nice. You should try it sometime. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so obviously the New Jersey Devils uh, no longer in the playoffs, but they go out <laughs> scoring six goals in one period and lose the game. Which you know is just the most devil thing I think that could ever happen. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a penguin fan. It literally made my butthole tighten, but at the same time, it made me laugh because you know we gave up six goals in a period and still up went up winning the hockey game. If you were a betting person and you said, you know what, when Sidney Crosby scored that seventh goal, you're like, that's gonna be the game winning goal right there. <laughs> Yeah, it would have been a hell of an odds. Imagine that. Imagine no one obviously won the bet of predicting the score because I don't think you can predict that score. But yes, uh, the New Jersey Devils, which I can do this now. Uh, I'm sorry, Devils, but the uh, the true tribe has spoken. <laughs> As the light fades on another <laughs> Devils season, we um, we remember the good times. We remember the bad times. We're remember that up. Jack Hughes. We remember that Jack Hughes is going to be an elite center in this league, and anyone who says he is a bust is a clown. Amen. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. Does uh, Jack this Hughes candle can, like, grow like three or four inches before he can be a dominant forward in this league. I think he needs to grow a little bit. No, I, I think Jack or, Hughes like, needs little, to learn that little, little muscle, maybe. Well, he did. He gained 14 pounds of muscle, Curtis, but lost it due to this COVID thing. Um, but and he also needs to learn that hey, when you hit the post, maybe aim just like one more inch to the right or the left, depending on where you're shooting from. Yeah, did you um, guys hit a post in the third period that could have made it seven seven? Yeah, Jack. Uh, yeah, the Devils have a seem to have a um, a tendency to hit a lot of posts. Um, but since we're talking about this, so our TGP friend, you know oh God, TGP friend, we just typed in funeral was a typo, correct? No, <laughs> no typo. No. We are having a funeral 
for the Brad. New Jersey Fun Devils. Yeah. We're the uh, Devils! So Jack, so Jack Hughes, uh, season two, 45 games played. He had 10 goals and 14 assists for 24 points. Um, okay. It's honestly not bad considering everything. Uh, hold on. I just wanted to make sure it's something too right now. Uh, I think he is. Is he? He is. Jack Hughes also has the most takeaways this season with 47. So uh, Jack Hughes for Selkie. Let's just get Jesus that campaign Christ. rolling. That's two. There, uh, there was actually a – I'm not one to dabble into advanced analytics too much, but there was a advanced <laughs> stat today. No, there was an advanced stat today that's pretty hilarious if you can find it. Uh, it's showing like um, players that prefer to carry the puck in versus dumping it in. And uh, basically, you see all these different like team logos to represent everything. Basically, in the bottom right corner, which is basically the fuck you, I'm carrying this in, I'm not dumping it. There's one little devil's logo, and that's Jack Hughes. <laughs> 80% of the time, he carries the puck into the zone versus dumping it. Jack Hughes does not want to dump the puck in at all. He'd much rather carry it. It's a very fun stat to see, and it makes me hopeful for the future. I remember those days. How's Sammy Vatman working out for you, by the way? I haven't heard too much. Oh, we have it. not lost a game since good old Vatman has joined the squad. Just saying. Mm, so, Vatman. Thank you for the Vatman. Yeah, you're welcome. You know, still not bitter about that one. Uh, obviously, we know how the Penguins are doing. Blah, 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 hey! blah, blah. How, I mean, we're two I points mean, out of first. You're two points out of first. One point. I mean, you, one point out of first. One point out of first. I mean, <clears throat> Jesus, man, this—it's funny because like the playoff race is basically over for the East. Yeah. Like we kind of have. Well, no, actually, yeah, it's, it is really over. Uh, you have Washington Islanders, Pittsburgh, Boston. That's going to be your top four. The Rangers are not making it. Like uh, as much yeah, as Rangers done. fans want want to talk themselves into it, they are six points out of the fourth place of Boston, and Boston has two games in hand on them. Can we just I mean, talk it, about the fact that the Flyers were in first place at the beginning of the season and now have just absolutely tumbled all the way down to sixth place? It's what happens when uh, your team just decides to, uh, you know, kind of take a, a big old dump on the league. I think like, we talked about it already, but the, I've seen numerous articles since I think we talked about it on, on Fire for Talking was they're prepping for a massive, massive trade this offseason. It's going to blow everybody out of the water. It's just like, I'm looking at their schedule right now and it's just like loss, 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 loss. And then there's the random like W and then it's loss, 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 loss. Feels good. Okay, you're looking, I see. I see you're looking at the devil's schedule. Uh, what's about the flyer schedule? No, at least he's taking shots at himself and he's not too, you know, I mean, at this Listen. point you have, you have to take shots at yourself. We're a bad team. Oh no, we're losing games. We're gonna get a better odds at a draft pick. Oh no. Oh no. There, there he oh, is. Oh my there god. Wait a second. You mean the draft that has like four or five really good defensive prospects available? Oh no. All those prospects haven't played all year. Oh no. What is hard? I mean, listen, man. We could get Owen Power all about the- I'm on the power train. Uh we can get the Hughes brother. Uh, you got Brent Clark, you got Everson. This how hard would that be draft, to get the Hughes brothers together? 
That'd be kind of cool. Listen, listen, man, I have a, there is, if we were to get the first overall pick, which is a possibility here, um, there is, I'm 50, 50 between who the devil should take, because quite honestly, if they do get first overall, I think Owen power is the, is the consensus number one pick for this draft. And when I look at Owen, Owen power, who hold on because Confitz Gerald, uh, us Devils fans like to uh, say he has a big fetish. Uh, he likes big players. Uh, he likes them a lot. It's actually kind of a, maybe a little creepy. Uh, not creepy. Damn uh, <laughs> it, Nashville went up three to one. Uh, at 18 years old, Owen Power is 6'5, 214 pounds. Give me that into my veins. <laughs> I'm trying to find something. But uh, but he's yeah, man, to, the, he's going to Buffalo. The, let's be real. The um, the uh, oh man, there's no way Why? Buffalo doesn't get the number the, one pick. There's no way. There's yeah, no, there's no way. way. There's no way. Either they that or Detroit. Kevin Adams might trade that pick away. Hey, man, we are second in the league right now at the bottom of the league, and we're only three points ahead of Buffalo. Buffalo could catch us. And True. we could get the best, and we could get the best odds. True. Trust me, there's uh there's definitely a part of me that does want Luke because the idea of having both Hughes brothers or two of the Hughes brothers is very tempting. But uh, if we get the first overall pick, Owen Power, give me that, or uh, Brant Clark because we also have his brother here. I'm highly disappointed in you, you know, Lippy. You didn't even talk about former former uh, Avalanche defenseman Adam Foote's son, Nolan Foote, getting his first goal. Oh, let's go back. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about this. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, Nolan Foote got his first NHL goal last night versus the Penguins versus the Rangers. Um, Media Studenich got his first one. What a name. Uh, oh, dude. Studenich. Studenich. One of my favorite things about the Devils broadcast is um, Ken Danico. Love Dano. He's Mr. Devil. Everything. Dano's taking a little too many clocks to the head. Him trying to pronounce some of these names is pretty hilarious sometimes. Uh, when you got like Studenich, Kokanen, uh, uh, Sharon Govich. Uh, it's a very interesting thing to watch him kind of say some of these names. Uh, but yeah, no, congrats to Nolan foot, a really good goal too. Um, yeah, it was, it was a really good goal. Uh, Nolan foot was acquired with a first round pick for Blake Coleman from, uh, your Tampa Bay lightning. I don't know who you're talking about. The Tampa's number two for me. <laughs> Their first round pick. We, we traded, we, we traded Blake Coleman <laughs> for a first round pick, which we don't talk about who we drafted with that pick and, uh, no one foot. Uh, which, you know, that's one of the, before we move on from the devils, we lay them the rest. Uh, yeah, no. Um, I think the two players that have really stood out this year, well, a lot have, uh, but, uh, no one foot and, uh, Kokanen. I don't know how to pronounce your first name. Sorry. Uh, both players that were acquired in trades. Uh, Kokanen was acquired from the hurricanes for, uh, Mr. Dallas star, Sammy Vatanen. Um, and uh, yeah, so they've been really impressive, and they were both trades from Fitzy's era here. So, uh, my boy Jason just comments was... on my TikTok, Hear me out. What if Detroit winds up with Luke Hughes? I mean, I can uh, see that anywhere that's but a Vancouver. Very good possibility. Well, anywhere Columbus is below them, Columbus anywhere is tied with Vancouver. Detroit. 
Columbus is going to make a run for the worst team in the league. They are close. Anywhere but Vancouver. Luke can go anywhere. He can go to New Jersey and anywhere except Vancouver. If he goes to Vancouver, I can, I'm not going to be able to deal with Canucks fans. Okay. Here's my, here's my thing. So basically mm-hmm. the Sabres have 31 points right now. The Ottawa Senators have 36, the Blue Jackets have 39, and the Ducks have 35. These are going to be probably your four teams that are going to have the best chance of getting Hughes. God, the Ducks are going to be so good in about three years, though. Oh, my question, The question I want to pose to you guys, who's going to get this first overall pick? Buffalo. Seattle, because it'll be rigged. Does Seattle jump I mean, into the top three no matter what? I thought there were three no matter what. No, 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 no. So Seattle gets the third best odds. The lowest uh, they can pick uh, is fifth. Makes sense. So I, I really think Ottawa's going to end up winning it. No, Buffalo. It will be New Ottawa. Jersey. Bet your bottom dollar that it's Buffalo. I just want the de- – listen. Like I said, there's three defensemen I really like. I like Power, Hughes, and Clark. Uh, those are the three guys. There's a, uh, there's two forwards that I'm interested in, but um, but that's pretty much it. I, w- I want a defensive prospect with this first pick that the Devils are going to have. Um, speaking by the of way, Devils, if you go- <laughs> I was going to say, by the way, we're very Devils friendly tonight because of uh, who we're going to have on as a guest. Oh, yes, we are. Uh, very looking forward to that. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, the only positive from all this is to uh, Mr. Alex Holtz. Signs his uh, entry-level contract that will go in effect next season. And he will be with your Bainington, but not for much longer Bainington Devils uh, on an amateur tryout. Yeah, th- Did you guys see that today? Mm-hmm. That the uh, – or uh, yeah, so Bainington Devils are uh, – the New Jersey Devils told Bainington we are no longer going to have the team here. Uh, apparently there were some demands that Bainington did not want to meet, which is – kind of weird language yeah. uh and uh there was also news that the utica comments utica. the hey, utica. Utica. i just want to make sure i'm saying that right. sorry utica my apologies my apologies to everyone of utica who is listening to this um they are going to be moving more closer to vancouver and the owner of utica filed a trademark for the utica devils which would actually be a return if the devils go there i I used to have a buddy that worked for the Utica comments. He said there's literally nothing there, but the hockey team. Wow. Makes sense. Like that was a big reason why that I think that the Utica team might be moving or uh, the devils are going to take over because that's all the people are going to have in town. See, my thing is I was actually really happy that the devils were the, like the junior devils were playing in Newark this year. And it just it pains me if they do go there because I just want them to be closer to New Jersey. I want to be able to go like, you know what? Let's drive 40 minutes and let's go watch the Junior Devils and see how they're doing. Instead of now, it's it's an hour and a half both ways. So it's a three-hour round trip to watch. Like, that's just not worth it to me. But, um, yeah, the, the Utica Devils, which is <laughs> – I'm just going to keep mispronouncing the name. Uh, that's where Martin Bredor got his start. Get a phone I call have, soon. I <laughs> have it's got to uh, be from Canada. Yeah. Uh, so that's happening. Thoughts on that at all about the AHL changes here? This is what happens in the AHL and the ECHL, especially with 
teams moving around and everything else. I'm so used to it from being an ECHL fan that, you know, a team's there one year and then teams there not the next year. There was literally a team one year called the Chicago Express. The guy won the lottery and bought an ECHL hockey team. The team then folded at the end of the season. Makes sense. Because that's what you do when you, you win the lottery. You buy an ECHL hockey team. I mean, why not? <clears throat> it's crazy. I would. Heck, did I'd you go guys, for an NHL team if I could. Did you guys see Spencer Knight last night? Speaking oh, of Canada. But he oh, also God. wasn't very much challenged by the whoa, Blue Jackets. Whoa. No, that is Hold not up. a challenge. No, 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 no. Let's rewind that real quick. Did you just say, speaking of Canada, let's talk about Spencer Knight? Yeah, because he ruins our hopes and dreams. He's American. Spencer, Spencer Knight is American. I just said he ruins their hopes and dreams. Oh, he ruins their hope and dreams. I thought you said, <laughs> yeah, he ruins our hopes and dreams. Like, no, I was saying, I was saying he ruins Canadians' hopes and dreams in the IHF. Okay. Okay. That's what I was trying. I was trying to take a shot at Canada since they always take shots at me. Get a USA we chant. Were, we were about to throw down. No, 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 good sir. We're okay. We're okay. okay. We're, we do not need to fight you. Yes, because, uh, uh yeah, Spencer Knight comes in and he goes up against the what the fourth worst offensive team and gets his first NHL win. <laughs> Let's just say the Florida Panthers are seven zero and one against the Blue Jackets this year. Uh, let's just say I picked up Spencer Knight in my fantasy league for the playoffs before anyone else did. Let's Smart just idea. say Johnny would shut out the Columbus Blue Jackets or beat them. I, I'll give him a B. I'll give him a win. Okay. They are so bad. Oh, it's rough. I really, I, at some point, Columbus has to realize that Tortorella is the problem, right? He's old school. It's time to go. Yeah, no, Torts definitely needs to go. Uh, and it but, is. Yeah. I the love his though. They're so fun. They're fun, but like, I saw somebody else post this on TikTok, and they said, you know, it was kind of a video of Patrick Line going coast to coast. And it's like John Tortorella tries to tell these players like how to play and everything else. If he would just let these players play and play their game, like they can do stuff for you. Like Patrick Line is never going to be responsible in the he's, defense. He's going to be gone this offseason. They're going to find out. They're going to have to deal with him. Oh, he's gone. He's gone. There's no way. Guaranteed. He'll either go back to Finland or he won't stay. Like he'll he'll leave. He's done. Yeah. I, I think Patrick Line, if he's on the right team, like maybe a Dallas, um, somebody that needs a little bit of offense that doesn't really Hold need. On, we are a defense. we are a very good looking team. We don't need to add any of that to our team. We you better oh, be Jesus. looking at you're not starting with the Dallas Stars. Sorry, bye. Really, that's what we're does going he even for. have? Does he even have thighs? I don't even know. I don't even know. He's too busy playing Fortnite. <laughs> Do we want to talk about it? Do we want to talk about one of the hottest teams in NHL right now? We can talk about it. I don't care. I know Tyler Sagan's supposed to come back, what, tomorrow? 91 is on the road trip. Probably not till early next week, but he will be He will be back. 4-0-1 in the last five. They were 11 points back two weeks ago. They are now one point out of a playoff spot. And there was one guy on this podcast every single episode that said that you guys could still make it. This guy. You were ready to have a funeral. I was getting ridiculed hard. You were ready to have a funeral. I wasn't ready to have a funeral. I was getting mad, but never gave up. 
And you want to talk about one of the hottest things too is the uh, Calder Trophy race, which I had completely said there's no way that Jason Robinson was going to catch the Minnesota Miracle Man. There was no way. We got a race now. We got a very, very intense race, and I take back everything I said about Jason Robinson. I'm not saying I didn't think he was good. I think he's a very going to be a very good player for the Dallas Stars. Um, definitely going to be a 30-goal scorer every year. But he might win this Rookie of the Year. He is getting – I think he's two points back now, which is complete. He's getting two points a game, which is crazy. Hmm. The now, dude's crazy, crazy hot right now. Now, if you guys – mark me if I'm wrong here. Is the rookie of the year voted on by the media or is it voted on by the players? Media, most likely. Okay. So do we think that the media is going to take into account that Kaprizov is obviously not a rookie and that Robertson is? In my defense, uh, I think they've already they've already given it to him. In my I think it's he's already won it. I don't think Jason Robinson can 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 win it. I would be stunned. And you also got to think of the markets, Dallas between Minnesota. I think you probably give the nod to Minnesota. But Jason Robinson is making it very interesting with, what, Uh, 11 games to go. So who knows? I think he could be that finalist. Um, I know they normally like to do, like, I think your finalist will be Kaprizov, probably Robertson. And um, I'm hoping Ty Smith, but Ty Smith got injured. uh, So he might be out of it now. But, um yeah, he's doing very well. It's been hard because Kaprizov obviously has just been on fire pretty much this whole entire season, and Minnesota's fun to watch again because of him. Him and Jordan uh, Greenway. Yeah, and um, I think it's going to be interesting to see like what happens there. Um, and uh, going to your point about the whole entire thing about like, do they care that he's a five-year professional? They didn't care when Panarin won. Yeah, good point. I just there. I just thought that might be, you know, a topic of discussion among the voters. Like, you know, this obviously is a man. This isn't a rookie. No, oh, he's what, 20, a... 25, 24, 25? is like 26. And Jay is 19. So it is what it is. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Uh, just to clarify, it is voted on by the Professional Hockey Writers Association, and they will rank – uh, five top five candidates on a 10, 7, 5, 3, 1 point system, and that is how the award will be given. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm intrigued. I, 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 like I said, I did not think he was gonna make a run for it. I thought, and I still, in my heart of hearts, believe that it's going to Minnesota this year, but we'll see. He also gets. The national love probably likes Minnesota's a little bit more than than the Dallas area, so I can also give the nod to the media on that as well. They love to give Minnesota love when they can, which has been hard the last couple of years. Nothing's happened in Minnesota. So no, nothing has been happening in Minnesota. Uh, John, is our guest here yet, or do we have like anyone watching currently right no, now? We do not. I think that we're going to have to work on this next week with the YouTube because I think it's not working the way we planned. Yes. Um, so we'll Forever. work on that. Nick next week. Robertson over Jason. Robertson. Hey, our guest is here. Hey, all right. Let's give me one second. Uh, John, I have to give him the intro. I'll give I him th- one then. All you right, know yeah, what? I'll give him the intro. 
Fine. I will give him the intro. The man that has the most beautiful voice I've ever heard on a male that could literally read me stories for days. The man that tells you all the weird names in the NHL. The man that tells you the next person that should be in the Hall of Fame, Mr. Hockey Talk, James. How are we doing tonight, sir? Dude, I'm fantastic. That was probably the best intro I've ever received in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> Did you even mention the mustache? The mustache is on point. Big part. Hey, we like we just passed the one year anniversary of this thing too, so we're we're celebrating <laughs> for multiple reasons tonight. Off the wow. podcast, twenty second birthday tonight, by the way. Woo! Oh, happy birthday! We are going tonight. Thank it's you. It's he came on our podcast for his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is a great birthday present. I'm so glad to be here. I love all you guys' content. This is fantastic right now. I'm a little biased. I like your content a lot too, but I wonder I mean, why. Yeah, I mean, you gotta, you gotta like throw in. I don't know. I don't know if Curtis is a big fan of that jersey back there, but why do you put? I'll block it out. Why do you put trash <laughs> on your wall? Well, you I just like- look. Well, James, definitely looking at your background and looking at your jersey, you definitely are from uh, New Jersey, as I can see a Devils yeah. flag, and I see. Uh, the lovely well, butt of Bruce. Back there. Yeah, his little butt back oh. there. Look at that. <laughs> uh, so, wait, what is that? Don't know, uh, th- that is iconic. Bruce that Springsteen is Bruce Spring. That is the boss's That is Bruce. Wow. That was America's ass before Chris Evans, okay? <laughs> people forget. People forget. People forget. People forget the classics. Uh, so, James, for people who don't know, would you like to introduce yourself and uh, who you are on TikTok and all that spiel? Yeah. So, uh, I'm at Hockey Talk with an underscore at the end of it. Uh, I just do random NHL content pretty much. And, you know, I've been doing it for, I, I've been doing TikTok for, I guess, a little over a year, but I've been doing just like hockey TikToks for about a year now. So, what I got going on for me as far as that's concerned very nice yeah you did miss the devil's funeral would you like to give any words of respect to the devils missing the playoffs again yeah uh it's tough i think covid honestly the pre-covid devils for that what like five games before they got it they're pretty good and then since then it's just been more of the same. We've been rebuilding now for since 2013. So, I mean, growing up a Devils fan, it's been hard because I, I missed the glory days. I wasn't alive for their first cup. I was one years old for their second cup, and I was four for their third one. So it's it's been tough as a Devils fan growing up in this era. Oh, God, I feel um, old. I feel like all, all, it's not your child. Oh, yeah, yeah, 22nd birthday. I feel like uh, not to... Not to sewer you guys right now at that that age drop, but that's how we are right you now. You already but. sewered me with your Marlowe video. That one, yeah, that dude, that one bombed too. I got like 200 views on that, but I, I thought that one was pretty funny. <laughs> I gotta go drink my oval teen. Where's my oval? Oh, teen? <laughs> so you, so you, I'm sorry that you never got to win the uh, witness the Devils winning the cups. It's a it's a very fun yeah. memory that I have, uh, but. I guess growing up, how did you become a Devils fan? Was it just something obviously born in Jersey or because sometimes people, when they're in New Jersey, they like to root for different teams depending on where they live in the state. 
Yeah, so that's that's what I noticed. Um, so originally, I got into hockey through my older brother, uh, Mikey. He played hockey. And I guess like a little funny story with uh, with that. So my dad took us to skating lessons when we were kids, and he's two years older than me. So we were like about the same. Um, and he was the one that like kept on skating, and I was the one who fell down. And instead of getting back up, I was like, you know what? If I get back up, I'm just going to fall down again. This is pointless. I don't like this or whatever. So I like I never played hockey growing up. So I guess I'm sort of a fraud by saying that my name's Hockey Cock or whatever. But um, yeah, so, so like I would always like go to his games. So like throughout high school and uh, throughout college, too, he went to University of Delaware. So like I'd visit him. So that was about like an hour and a half away. So I'd go see his games, all his travel games or whatever. So he was like the major influence for hockey for me. and then. It's ironic, though, my younger brother is a Rangers fan, so there's a lot of contention within our own household. And Jersey is weird with the fact, that especially like my area, Jersey, like I'm uh, right on the shore in the middle of it. So, you know, if you go 30 minutes south of me, it's all Philadelphia Flyers fans. If you go north, oh. it's a lot of Rangers fans. I know. Yeah, so it's, it's a very weird, like Jersey's a very <laughs> weird state with sports because it's like the Devils are your only mm-hmm team that says that they're from jersey even though what the giants and the jets play both in jersey so the red bulls interesting the red bulls too yeah exactly so it's like it's very interesting to see how like how many people are hockey fans in general because like i don't i don't meet too many hockey fans really and then the ones that i do it's like probably a rangers fan and like you hate to see it because i just want to talk devil's hockey but yeah like even my own young brother i'm betrayed by that kid but what about your older brother? Does he have a team? Yeah, he, he's. We're all Devils fans, and like even like my cousins and everything, we're all Devils fans. And it's just my younger brother is a Rangers fan. Uh, I think it's because he was born in New York. I guess that's the only connection to it, or whatever. Like mm-hmm. we've been trying for years now, and <laughs> hasn't gone too well. He's still holding on to the blue shirts, but what are you gonna do? Man, you just need that it's one okay. cup can... on the drama. So if you're a diehard Devils fan, what's with the toilet paper on the wall? Oh, Jesus. Look, That's I, fine. I go, to, I go to school in the Tampa area, and I, okay. I went to Tampa Bay Lightning game. See, even, even Johnny's got his Tampa Bay jersey going on right now. It's a but cool yeah, so, game. I got Johnny doesn't me. know where he is half the time, so it's okay. <laughs> I mean, look, when you're, when you're a Penguins fan in Florida, you got you to gotta pick and choose with all those jerseys back there, too. But no, yeah, that's like I, I go to school about like 40 minutes away from Tampa. So figured why not pick up a second team, especially since the Devils uh, aren't close to sticking the postseason anytime soon. Might as well have some joy in my life. Yeah. And hey, man, uh, I don't know. if I'm assuming you've been to a game in Tampa. Uh, uh, yeah. So I, I went to one game down there. It's a very weird arena. It's like small for whatever yes, reason. I felt like it's it was, it was small, very like, but small it's like compact. it's it's big though it's like tall it's like, yeah yeah it's tall. yeah i never like look it up and be like man like those upper things like it feels like you're almost like looking <laughs> straight down from them yeah like, the only reason i like the arena is like yeah like i like it because you can literally stand outside on the water and watch a hockey game yeah basically. Like, that's the only kind of yeah but um so wait a minute, cool, wait a minute. I got, oh, let me ask sorry. you one quick question sorry um so you said you go to school in the Tampa area. Were you the schools involved with like the the Buccaneers parade route? Uh, yeah, my school is the official educational partner of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So okay, little shout I didn't out know to that, on that one. <laughs> I didn't know. Have you not paid your internet bill? 
No, my internet's terrible because my oh wife my made me go goodness. upstairs. <laughs> See, you, know, you talk about going to college in Tampa, enjoying the sun, drinking a Corona, and like we're talking mm-hmm. about our wives putting us upstairs because you know they're tired of our yeah, of no. our BS. <laughs> two two different worlds. Just got back from spring break last week. Went to Clearwater Beach, and you guys are up in the up in the attic on that one. But <laughs> going there this weekend too. I bet he saw Ooh. a lot of thighs on that beach. Mm. Oh my god, dude, thigh talk! Mm. It's, it's my it's my new favorite theme on your channel on that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so going taking to over the world, Lippy. <laughs> I was thinking, you know, we're no longer we'll allowed through. to have girls on our show anymore. No, because no, the thigh talk. No, dude, there's not going to be an, an episode after this where thighs aren't brought up. I think it's just a running theme at this point. It's a thing now. Sorry. New segment. Jeez. Uh, uh, so go. Don't know what he's go doing right now. Tampa. Uh, looks like he's making an R. Kelly video up there. I don't know what he's oh doing. Oh my god. <laughs> so going. To, so going to school in Tampa. As I try to ask a question to move this forward here. Um, how how has been like? What was it like trying to meet other people who watch hockey down in Tampa? Like, were you able to find people really easily, or was it kind of a little bit of a struggle? It's it's still a little bit of a struggle because and so I, I transferred here last year and my roommates were both transfer students as well. So one's from Pennsylvania and one's from Southern Illinois. So it's it's a little bit ironic. One of them is a Blues fan and another one is a Capitals fan. So we had, we had back-to-back champions and then I'm over here. I'm like, yeah, I like the Devils. We're First round pick. First round pick. <laughs> Dude, for hey, first overall pick. We're every like two years now, odd years. Yep. So who knows? Owen Power. You got the cutest the hockey player in the league, though. There he goes. He's Dude, he's fair. talking about the marketing team for the Devils has such an easy job from now on. Oh, that's all you have to do to sell tickets. Just jack his face everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, what have been what what has been your opinion on Jack's uh, second season here? He has been very. I think he's finally living up to his billing like you can't really blame jack hughes for having a down year last year because you have to figure what john hines was your first coach he gets fired your gm gets fired and just honestly like last year was a dumpster fire pk suban comes in i love pk but he's he wasn't playing to what nine million dollars is so i just think <laughs> the devils last year were a dumpster fire it, uh, that's the only way you can really say it and then i think this year you have a coach in Lindy Ruff, even though the Devils haven't been very good this season. I And I was very skeptical of the Lindy Ruff hire when that first happened. I was a big Gerard Gallant fan. I thought the Devils were probably going to go after him. Uh, that didn't happen. But I've actually, like, despite the results, I think Lindy is a very good coach. And I think he's the mm-hmm. coach. He's the good coach for what this team is now. He's a very good transition for – I feel like he's, he's very into the youth. And, like, you've heard him in his interviews talk about how good he thinks Jack is playing. And Jack has been playing, especially early on in the season, he's been playing like a, a man possessed. Mm-hmm. If that's like a term you want to use for it. But he's been, I think he's living up to his billing. And we've gotten so used to first overall picks in these past few years with Matthews, McDavid, McKinnon, just like all like hopping onto the scene immediately. And like, I feel like we forgot to realize that this kid was the first ever player to go from the United States National Development Program straight to the NHL. And 
Yep. Yeah, like as a transition, and like you, he like, and everyone's comparing him to his brother with Quinn, but people forget Quinn had a whole year at college before he came to the NHL. But that being said, I feel like Jack has been way better this season. Um, I know there's rumblings that people wanted him to be the captain over Nico before they made that announcement with how good Jack was playing. I don't know if that's what I would have done. I'm, I'm a huge Nico fan, but I think Jack Hughes has been incredible, and it's just the start of something great. It's going to be yeah. intriguing to see if, if Lindy does get this young squad to a postseason berth here in the next couple of years, if he can handle it, because he doesn't really handle youth very well. He was here in Dallas when Dallas was young. And it, I mean, it was first round. I mean, that was fun, but he had a great, he had one of Dallas's greatest years ever under him. Um, but it was a first round flutter. I mean, it's just, I don't get the excitement from Lindy Ruff. He will build you to there. But I think once you get there, Lindy's got to – you got to get somebody that, that can take the reins. I think I've, I think that's probably what New Jersey is looking at right now is building these guys up and then hand it over to somebody else. Yeah, no, I think Ruff is, though – it's funny because Ruff is going to have to be good with kids because I think, what, our oldest player is Andres Janssen at 26? Yeah. He's going to have to oldest, be able to coach you because is – yeah, is a guy that a lot of Devils fans want to expose in the expansion draft, but that's just you know we don't we don't talk about smooth brain tactics here <laughs> on this podcast. Uh, I mean, listen, Janssen has been very disappointing, but you no, you don't expose him. It's uh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm with you, man. Like Nico should have was the minute Nico signed that seven year extension. It's like, yep, okay, he's going to be Dave captain. Like that was instantly oh, yeah. like that was the moment right good. there. Yeah. Who's the but, New Jersey? Uh, who's the what's the hot rumor of who's going up for New Jersey for Seattle? What's the hot take? Uh, or is I, there a hot? Some take? people are hopeful. About Honestly, we're probably going to lose a role PK's player. Contract. I've heard that. Um, I've mm-hmm. seen recently some people kind of want Butcher gone, although Butcher had a very good game. Uh, what was it last night? Despite being in Lindy Russ's doghouse. Yeah, and like I don't even know if we have enough people to exposed to seattle yet i don't know if we have like enough forwards or defense about that no i think we're gonna we're gonna be able to expose anyone we're gonna lose someone like nate bashian like you're gonna lose a role we're gonna lose a role player we're not losing anyone really important yeah Um, a common one i've seen is nick merkley have going to seattle Mm -hmm. which i like nick merkley but like then again like what with vegas too we lost john merrill that wasn't a, a big hit and i don't think nick merkley would be a big hit like we don't have to worry about Seattle, really. Yeah. Yeah, because Merkley is he's a fourth liner. He's good. He can come in in a pinch, but like you got Bastion. I think, you know, uh when Brad and Zaka come back, Merkley will be out of this lineup because Sharon Govich has played into being protected. Kokonen has been played into being protected. And my boy, Motor Mike, Motor Mike McLeod, man. He Mikey is McLeod. Dude, one of the biggest happinesses for me is Mikey finally like realizing his potential I and mean, he's going to be protected it's like yeah devils are going to lose a role player it's not going to be a big deal yeah well if it's pk pk then he'll be closer to lindsey vaughn and uh fail colorado they want to get back together never know yeah never know uh, be close might be a little tinfoil thing but i think pk's been playing a lot better after uh the, after that breakup i'm just saying don't hate on lindsey vaughn Hey, no hate. I don't hate on Lindsey Vaughn. I just a lovely, lovely woman and a great American athlete. Yes. Uh, but yeah, 
I can see the Devils also protecting PK because I think PK could be a very good veteran presence on this team. He has been playing a lot better. I mean, listen, the nine million contract is the nine million contract. We didn't give that to him, so like we can afford too bad it. about we're, it. We're not struggling. With yeah, cap space anytime soon. Yeah, it's literally up next year. I've even seen a couple of people, and I agree with what they're saying is them actually signing PK at the end of this contract to a much cheaper deal. What's his contract at right now? $9 million next season. So that's it. He's done after next year. Done after next year. Like, it's not a, a cap issue at all for us. Like I can't even see, like, them trading him because no one's going to take that. I was going to say maybe he would go to a cup contender if New Jersey would pay some of it. I know oh, a yeah, lot of it would... is a signing bonus, though. And, like, his mm-hmm. salary is only $2 million after the season. So it's, it's a large cap hit, but actual dollars-wise, it could be affordable for some teams if that's the route that they go with. Yeah, exactly. And if they retain it, it's $4.5 million against the cap. Like any cup contender is going to make that one work. But um, I don't think the Devils want to get rid of him. And I don't think they want to get rid of Ryan Murray either. But I, Will Butcher is definitely off this team at the end of summer. They're going to trade him for something. <laughs> I don't know what happened, dude. Like Will Butcher all of a sudden just like no longer was going to be a New Jersey Devil. For some reason, I, like, I don't Ruff know just if just he... doesn't like him. Yeah, I don't know if he like dinged Lindy's car in the parking lot or something because like you're you're playing Matt Tennyson over Will Butcher and like no disrespect to Matt Tennyson but Will Butcher what won the Hobie Baker or was close to it he won the national championship yeah as a captain too had a great rookie season had an okay sophomore season but then again once again the Devils were a dumpster fire that season so it's hard to blame Will Butcher on his own for that but I, I don't know what he did to piss off Lindy Ruff but I mean last game he had a great game who knows if that's the start of the revival of his career as a devil, but you make Lindy Ruff sad, you in trouble. Yeah. Shout out to what is it, Valeri Nichushkin? Went all the way over to Russia after God, that. Screw <laughs> that guy. That guy is terrible. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a joke. Uh, what I, 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 oh, sorry, go ahead. No, sorry, I just I just wanted to uh uh go after one of your series here. I've really enjoyed your, uh, your funny names in the NHL series on your TikTok. So, uh, kind of, how did that idea come up? Honestly, it, it came up. I was playing uh GM mode for NHL 20 or 21. And I was like going through, I'm at like, I'm at 20, like 40 for years. Why it's just like, I just keep going into the future and I see a bunch of people retiring and everything. Like that's a weird name. And I looked it up and like, it wasn't a like a randomly generated name. As like a real person's name, I'm like took a picture of it. I'm like this might be some good content later on. So I did that, and like I did a bunch of like uh, turned out I did like a bunch of Finnish names, and I had a bunch of people in my comments being like, "That's not how you pronounce it." I'm like, "I'm sorry." I like this one kid like commented like in Finnish, so I had to translate it as like this guy doesn't know what he's saying right now. I'm like, "Yep, you're absolutely right. I do not speak one lick of Finnish, so I don't know." But no, yeah, that's how it started. And like just overall, like NHL players have some very fun names to say, whether they're they're foreign or not. They're like and like I uh I actually did PA announcing for my school at one point too. So I'm like, I would like what I would give to announce this name after a goal, that thing would be crazy. But yeah, so like that's that's how that I just like saw a bunch of like random fun names on NHL 21 and I was like, you know what? I might announce it, who knows? But yeah. That's awesome. I like it. What is uh 20. what has been your favorite name to pronounce? 
Oh, there is a there is one that I actually haven't announced yet. Um, let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Oh boy. I like I'm I'm saving like the good ones because there have been a few like decent ones before. But this one, and I'm probably gonna butcher it if I try to say it right now too. Let's see here. What do we got? It was like, oh, here we go. It is Jeremy Bayaka Batuka. There's something <laughs> similar along the names of that one, but there's a. Uh, is there any other questions that we have for James here? Even if I have a question, my internet's not going to allow me to ask it. So, <laughs> uh, so James, first off, thank you very much for coming on. Uh, before we let you plug anything you want to plug here, I do have one player's name I would like for you uh, to say, and it would be the third, the third pick the New Jersey Devils made in last year's draft. In last year's draft. That was the defenseman from Russia. Uh, here, a former auto. Sha- oh, Sha- oh, Shakir Mukamadula. I, I would just yes. Oh, sorry. I, let's get that audio. Let me let me get in the zone. Hey, the P, the Devils former PA announcer retired, so there might be a job opening when I get back home. So who knows? Let me. I gotta I gotta focus real quick. <laughs> Corona has right. to come into play. <clears throat> The Devils goal scored by what's his number? We want to say like 34 or something. Uh, 34. 69. Oh, no. it's number 69. 69. Perfect. There we <laughs> go. Nice. The nice. Devils goal scored by number 69, Shakir Muka And the crowd He's hired. Wild. Hire him. He is sending that resume tape. Dude, I he all is... I'm saying is Devils, Josh Harris, David Blitzer, if you want to hit me up. Oh, they're totally watching. TikTok DMs. Oh no, for without a this podcast. Oh yeah, no, 100%. and trust me, I've heard the current Devils uh, PA announcer. He's not very good, but uh, also Kevin. Another one too. Yeah, yeah Kevin Clark also kind of left, kind of sudden because of things, but we're not going to talk about that. Uh, In the past, <laughs> that's another. <laughs> James, uh, please <laughs> plug whatever you would like to plug. Uh yeah. So uh, if anyone wants to watch some random NHL content every now and then. My TikTok is at hockey talk with an underscore after it. Uh, if you want to sauce me, I'll follow on Instagram. My Instagram is jleatherthird if you guys want to do that. And other than that, I'm plugging this podcast. You guys are fantastic. I like, I love all you guys' content. I'm so happy to be on here. It's like, we'll say, you know what? I'll say it. This is a dream come true right now. I'm having a blast right now and I can't wait to listen to this and more episodes that come out. Are we able to get like you to like say sweet nothing so we can like download them yeah. and like yes. make them like our like our, our ringtone like when like people call will, or maybe like, even our wake up call? Shoot me five bucks, I will say five anything. bucks. Okay. Shoot, I'll give him five bucks to read me bedtime stories. <laughs> wow, I was like, that's a deal. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll, I'll be the official bedtime story reader of this podcast. I'm glad we <laughs> accept that role. I think we need to <laughs> go to sleep, my children. There he is. <laughs> he has to write NHL poems, and he's just going to read them. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to do hockey from now on. That'll be my new series. There you go. <laughs> Heard of your first new Love series it. from coming from Hockey Talk underscore James. Thank you so much, man. We appreciate. Have it. a happy no birthday. Go, go celebrate. Happy so birthday. I appreciate it, and I will. I will see you guys later. Thank you for having me on. No right, problem. Bye. 22 years old.
God, he's so great. He spent his birthday us. with us. I want to give a shout Spent out real quick to the uh, to the Blackhawks of Chicago, who were down four to one to Nashville going into the third. It is now four to four. Uh, I still got a win in regulation. I would, I would I would like to give an F you to the Chicago Blackhawks for coming back <laughs> and ruining yeah, they're on a Soros power play now. Uh, they ruined you Soros fantasy stats. This is not good. That's rough. We're fine though. We're okay though. Oh, oh well. Dominic uh, Kubalik has a goal, so I'm okay with that. That's actually fine. And Sidorov has a has a has an assist, so we're fine. And with the Blackhawks are on a power play, Curtis. I know. I'm watching it right here. There was a four minute power play for high sticking. There was so a James, lot of thank you, James. Thank you so much yes. for coming on. Uh, what else is that? Was one of our best ones. That, that was a good one. We didn't hey, talk about fun. thighs at all. It's funny how like the New Jersey Devils fans seem to be our best interviews. That's okay. weird. Hmm. Okay. I think well, yeah, they're at a funeral. What else they got to do? They got to go. <laughs> they got to hear something out to do for the next six months. There's uh, I think there's like one or two more Devils fans I would want to get on this podcast, but I got to reach out to them at some point. The sun will come out tomorrow. That was beautiful. Hit <laughs> your bottom dollars. You gotta practice. You gotta practice those Disney, like Disney vocal cords. Uh-huh. Next week. Uh, well, yeah, yes. we haven't talked about the uh, the biggest news of the week by far. Is it game changers? No, a little San Jose no. Shark did some uh, made some history this week. Oh yeah. Oh right. Mister uh, Patrick Marlowe breaks the record for most games played in the NHL. Did you see the uh, the reporter who had the most smoothest brain take ever? With no. This? I missed this. I missed this. 100%. Uh, enlighten me. This reporter uh, wrote, uh, mentioned some other reporter, uh, has written 10,000 uh, 10, more articles than me. If I got to 9,999 articles, I would stop. Show some respect. Basically, they were saying is Patrick Marl should have not broken the record. That is Gordy House record. How dare you, sir? Because he's Mr. Hockey. Because we have a Who bunch cares? of yeah. Obviously. You know what they say though? Records are made to be broken. Yes, records are made to be broken, except anything that's held by Martin Bardor or a New Jersey Devil player. Listen, I got to see a little bit of Patrick Marlowe last year in a penguin uniform. Wish I would have got a jersey, but he is a player that all of us have grown up watching basically since we were like six years old. Okay. Yeah, so. pretty much. He has played what he played. I mean, he's played the majority of his career with the Sharks, played for the Leafs for a little bit, went back to the Sharks, then went to Pittsburgh, came back to the Sharks. Back to the Sharks. <laughs> Did y'all see those gloves that he rocked the other night? Oh, yes. clean. Did you see the video that Matthews Marner and uh, Joe Thornton? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Joe Thornton just standing in the background like. Mm. That, I thought that was really, really. <laughs> that was a pretty funny video. And there's uh, also a thing going around where Joe Thornton just does not appear to like to wear clothes, which I mean, it is no. what it is. But good for him. Good for him. Yeah. I also got to give it to the Vegas Golden Knights for each of their players going over and giving them a handshake after the game as well. Um, kind of showing, even though they're the new franchise, definitely showing the support and the um, 
respect that Marlo deserves. Give me my respect. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, um, you know, I don't think we ever see another person break that record. I think this record probably will stand the test of time. Uh, you think? Uh, Phil Kessel? Oh, Phil Kessel, are you kidding me? Uh, see, I think these records would have been broken. All I think Gordy's would have been broken already, minus you had a, what, a lockout in 05. You, you, you've you had, have had a lot of lockouts. Two you've, lockouts. Had a lot, you've had a lot, two lockouts since I think I've been around. And then you had the COVID year, which you didn't really lose. I mean, you lost, what, 15 games last year, and then you lost 30-some-odd games this year mm-hmm. um, because the schedule goes down to 56. So, I mean, some of these guys, like uh, Ovechkin, like, uh, you know. You guys ready for a hot take? Chara might be next, I think, in line. He's There's uh, no way he's playing three or four more years. Uh, Joe Thornton is the closest active player. He is 118 games behind Marlowe. If he plays two more years, he could do it. I doubt he's going to play two more years. Mm-hmm. He might. And then so Daniel Chara is 13th with 1,598. But, John, I heard you had a hot take. What is your hot take? The reason that Gordy Howe played too long was because we didn't have Europeans in the league at that point. Ooh. Also, this is the... Uh... Love Mr. Hockey, though. Love Mr. Hockey. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Uh, here's the thing, though, too. That and we're gonna see this with Ovi as he gets closer to this goal record here. There's already people coming down and be like, Well, if you consider the WHL, actually, Gordy Hell yeah, has this. Come on. Yep. Get ready for as as every single time Ovi gets closer to breaking this goal record, you're if gonna you get more people. The WHL. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to go through like after man. Uh, so I'm just going through Ovechkin come in the league. Was it what year do they come in? At 304, 0405. Yeah, so they they went through a lockout, they've been through one lockout, right? Or two, yeah, one, one. They well, Ovechkin originally sat out through the first lockout because he was the first overall pick the year that the lockout happened, and then Malkin was two, and then the next year after the lockout was Sidney Crosby. That was my senior year of high school. Um, so real quickly, I was uh, going through the most games played here. Um, so basically, Chara and Thornton are there. Uh, the next active player is Dustin Brown at 105 with 1,224 games played. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And then Ovechkin is there. Uh Ryan Suter, Duncan Keith, Jason Spessa, Brett Burns. Brett Burns, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. He's one of those people that's going to retire at an early age. That's true. Maybe he's going to go find Bigfoot. I mean, that's probably what he's going to do. He likes camping. Patrice Bergeron. He's there. Oh, man. He's 1985, though. Mm. Wow. So. I heard something on the last broadcast with the Penguins, and I wanted to bring it up to you fellas. Now, I'm not sure if this was 100% true. They said that the teams aren't allowed to leave the hotels when they're on the road. That is correct. How terrible would that be? Uh, 
You don't even get to go explore anything. But you think about what these players are going. I mean, most all the teams at this point are playing every other day. Yeah. If they're not at practice, they're eating and sleeping. And that's, I mean, they're gassed. So maybe not the end of the world. I know sometimes they go to bars and the single ones go and flirt with the ladies. And I mean, they can't do that, but they can do that when they come back home. New Bulls in the air. What'd you say? He's in Toronto taking that symbols on his Instagram. Where he is. You sound like the ATT commercial where nobody knows what's going on. (laughs) We are slowly losing Johnny. Yeah, I think we should probably wrap this up. Yeah, we probably should. Uh, So shout out to James for coming on. Go follow him on TikTok, hockey talk underscore. Uh, I am Lippy Hockey on TikTok. I am Lippy Hockey 27 on Instagram. Uh, oh, really quickly before we go, wanted to give a, uh, a old tip of the cap uh, to Mr. John here uh, for two accomplishments. Uh, John is now a puck authority writer for your Orlando Solar Bears. Yes. And- he also passed 2,000 followers on TikTok. So, John, congratulations. Uh, he posted a video tomorrow, kind of uh, showing the first article I wrote and everything else. And uh, we'll go from there. Very nice. Oh, by the way, Mario's been watching this whole time. I forgot to tell you guys. Oh, Mario's been watching. Hey, shout out to yeah. Mario for watching. <laughs> we, will figure out the, we will figure out the live situation next time. So anyone who was watching on my TikTok live, I have like people like messaged. Yeah, that was a disaster, but I still live streamed it all. Uh, we will figure out the live situation. Please, guys, please, please, please say your tags and whatever your socials and all that. Somebody else do mine because I'm probably going to lose. Uh, yeah, John is that Solar Bear fan. Uh, he is amazing and uh, you should go follow him. From the land of Wi-Fi that actually works down here in Texas, CLC Hockey 91, we are going to work desperately to get Johnny Sim Wi-Fi here pretty soon. This is what happens when a whole bunch of people move into my complex. Stop moving to Florida, people. (laughs) This was Five for Talking. We will see you all next time. Oh, yeah. It sound right, boy.